0: This is Scott, host of the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast and black author. You could get all three of my books. My first book, Systematic Racism and Capitalism, Alliance of Oppression. My second book, Hypocrisy in America, The Veil of White Supremacy. And my third book, my first novel, Exodus 2035, all available on Amazon.com and Amazon Kindle. If you don't have a Kindle, you can download the Kindle app to your smartphone or tablet, and you can access those products. Thanks for listening. Um, don't forget U and U Network. You can find that on Instagram, U and U underscore Network, where you can find all the shows uh, under the U and U Network. Shout out to the U and U Network. You know what I'm saying? And all those podcasts that's on U and U Network. Thank for the U and U Network that has brothers at U and U Network. You can check out the socials at U A N D U underscore network I
1: pledge war. to the flag of the United war.
2: States of America, America, America.
3: War
0: War Muhammad are you at war?
1: Absolutely
0: What are you at war with? I am at war with polytheism. I'm at war with tyranny and injustice and slavery. I'm at war with wickedness.
1: I came as the Jesus said not to bring peace. Nay, a soul.
0: Welcome back to another episode of the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast. Follow the show on Instagram at unprocessed underscore knowledge click the link tree in my bio get access to the written word every book that i have also donate to the show you can also check out the nfts we got hit the open seas link in the bio we got some black empowerment nfts and everybody should be following me on Instagram because it's the best way to keep up with the show without further ado a lot to talk about a lot to get to let's deal with Joe Rogan and his foolishness. A mean, mean angry an, white man. Mean,
1: yeah and an, a mean angry white man. Hilarious. Yeah yeah. You're not mean at all. Yeah, yeah. That's what's dumb about that statement it's you're not mean at all. It's, I uh, am white actually that's a <laughs> lie too I'm kind of tan and he was actually not black. You're ten, he was what sort the of fuck brown. Because I'm I'm darker than you. Yeah, yeah, That's ridiculous. yeah, yeah. But neither of us are white. Well, I'm Italian. And mostly. he was brown, not black. Well, isn't that weird? Yeah, it's this, the, really the, weird. The black and white thing is so strange yeah, because like the shades are so, tan and brown. There's such a spectrum of shades of people. Unless you're talking to someone who is like 100% African from the darkest place where they're not wearing any clothes all day and they've developed all that melanin to protect themselves from the sun. You know, it, even the term "black" is weird. It's a, mm. it's a, and when you l- use it for people that are, literally, my color, mm. it becomes very strange. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. this is true.
0: Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> Joe Rogan, he don't understand. He don't understand race. He don't understand what a black person is. He's 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 confused. He said Michael Eric Dyson really wasn't a. He's not a black person because i'm joe rogan and i'm italian and i'm darker than michael eric dyson so he's 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 not a black he's he's tan you know unless you're a black person from the deepest darkest parts of africa where they don't wear any clothes where they stand out in the sun all day long and they just get as dark as they can you're really not a black person so this whole construct of race is, is confusing I, I don't get it look let's not be silly let's not be silly let's not be foolish joe rogan understands race very well let me let me break it down and explain it joe rogan knows what a black person is because he knows what a white person is it doesn't have anything to do with with a tan person right if joe rogan has a driver's license he didn't click you know i'm a tan person i'm, I'm not black i'm not white i'm, I'm tan. i guarantee you he he, he he checked the white box when joe rogan fills out his census doesn't get confused and say black white other mm, i guess i'll go with the other box because i'm because i'm tan i'm not black I'm not. joe rogan signed a hundred million dollar contract with spotify if someone was to commit a crime against joe rogan and i'm not saying anybody telling anybody to do this i'm just saying if someone was to steal joe rogan's car if someone was to break in joe rogan's house if someone was to, you know, was to rob Joe Rogan, a black person, and the police showed up and he had to fill out a police report, you know, if if it was some black people that did it and they asked him to describe the people, he's not going to say, well, they were tan like me. They, they kind of look like me because cause, cause they were tan. Actually, they were, I, I was darker than them. No, he's going to say no. Some some black, some black men did it. They were black. He understands race. Let's not be foolish. Let's not be silly, right? Let's not fall for the I'm ignorant and I don't understand race and this whole thing confuse children understand race. <laughs> children in ele- elementary school know the difference between black and white. Let's not act dumb, all right? We talked about this before. People who get on these big platforms and lie and say they, they don't understand race and they, white people specifically, they don't see color I'm colorblind. I don't see color. I don't understand race. That is a lie. That is a lie because they're going they're purposely being deceptive. Let me provide further evidence on how Joe Rogan understand race very well. Remember a few years ago when Donald Trump was was uh, was running for president. And the alt right was a big thing. Remember that? The white supremacist alt-right Charlottesville that, that, that whole deal Joe Rogan had those, those folks on his show Joe Rogan had Alex Jones on his show Alex Jones who's being subpoenaed by the January 6th commission to come in and testify for his role he played in what happened in January 6th he was on Joe Rogan's show Stefan Molyneux look that person up was on Joe Rogan's show Milo alt-right milo look him up staunch white supremacist said black people were better in slavery they were mentally inferior they were subpar human beings he was on joe rogan's show spewing all these white supremacist talking points so joe rogan understand understood race very well when he invited these people to come on his show to talk shit about black people joe rogan wasn't confused about race then he understood race very well it, it wasn't weird to him then Let me give you a situation another time Joe Rogan understood race very well. Colin Kaepernick, remember him? NFL quarterback. When he was in the NFL protesting, Joe Rogan went on his platform and trashed Colin Kaepernick and said Colin Kaepernick was a racist. So Joe Rogan understood race very well when it comes to attacking Colin Kaepernick. But now, all of a sudden, he's just confused. He don't get it. He don't understand. This whole race thing is just... It's just very strange. Come on, y'all. Down in Brazil, a man by the name of Thompson, H.L. Thompson, he was in line to check into his hotel. A white couple cut in front of him and he, you know, showing black self-respect, spoke up for himself and said, hey, you know, I'm I'm, I'm standing here waiting. You guys kind of just jumped in front of me. And the wife turned around and started calling this man all kinds of niggas and uh, here's what happened next
4: Foreigner in brazil was lining up to check into the hilton on copacabana beach in rio de janeiro his name is hl thompson thompson is an african-american music producer and entrepreneur who lives in the bronx it's like i'm there you know, I'm standing in
0: line, minding my business, waiting for to get checked in to, to receive my keys.
4: Thompson is a Hilton Diamond member, so he was standing in the priority line. A couple walks in a Brazilian woman and a German man. And they just storm past me.
0: And, and when they first storm past me, they brush me off, you know, the shoulder to shoulder and, and this and that.
4: Thompson says the couple cut the line. And when he objected,
0: they turned on him. I mean, the language was just unacceptable from r- right off. I mean, I was called the N-word. She kept grabbing my arm and, and just grabbing me and, and getting in my face and yelling, and, and I was like, slapped her arms off of me and was like, yo, get away from me. Stop touching me. I don't know you. Give me my space. What is wrong with you guys? Another guest,
4: also an American, whipped out his cell phone and started filming.
0: They're still talking
3: you are supposed to separate
4: the party. The woman attacks Thompson, grabbing his head. The German starts to move towards Thompson. Oh, oh, hey,
3: hey, hey. Oh, my God.
4: With a single punch, Thompson knocks him out cold. She touched him. It's
0: all on camera. Everything is, cam- it, 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 everything is on camera. It was just a quick self-defense reaction, you know, because I saw him coming. And I'm still trying to get this lady off of me. So it was just like all in an instant, like after it happened, I'm like, oh, man, this could have been avoided. A police source told
4: NPR that hotel security cameras picked up the couple's racist abuse. Police have told prosecutors the couple should be charged with causing racial injury. They've also recommended Thompson be prosecuted for causing bodily harm.
0: So just to be clear, this brother was attacked by this this lady she's calling him all kinds kinds of niggas she putting she's putting her hands on him and when her husband starts to move towards the brother he smooth knocked the husband out all right he didn't punch the wife he punched the husband and knocked him smooth out he never you know laid a finger on the lady he did smack her hands away because you know she's she's attacking him But he didn't punch her just wanted to make sure that was clear The only legal action that needs to be taken is the legal action against this white couple for attacking this brother. They verbally attacked him and then they physically attacked him first. He was acting in the stance of self-defense. that's what he was doing. All right. (laughs) The spirit of Mike Tyson was with that brother because he smooth knocked that German man out. But that's what they get. Now, Joe Rogan may be confused about race, but down in Brazil, they certainly weren't. They weren't confused about race at all. They didn't look at him. They didn't call him a tan person. They didn't say, well, you know, we're slightly confused. You know, they didn't look at him and say, well, you know, he doesn't look like a jet black African who doesn't wear clothes. He's got clothes on. So he's not a he's not a black African who just stands around naked in the sun all day getting this dark and his black cat. Nope. they started to call him all kinds of niggas. <laughs> and very, and th- these people aren't even American. This woman is from Brazil and her husband is German. And they weren't confused at all. The Commonwealth of Virginia has a new governor. Governor Glenn Youngkin is the newly elected governor, Republican governor in the state of Virginia. And he not only is banning critical race theory to be taught in public schools, he's setting up a tip line for parents to report divisive teachings that may be going on in the school system.
2: Governor Glenn Youngkin says he wants parents to keep an eye out for critical race theory and divisive practices within Virginia schools.
1: And now his office has set up an email tip line where you can register your complaints. Julie Carey has the story first at four.
2: Right there. I'm on Monday, Loudoun mm-hmm. County parent right. Heather right. Jamaicans was irate. Up. She has an IEP and I will call okay. my lawyer next. She has an IEP and needs to be in her classroom. Blasting school administrators when they isolated her children after they came to class without a mask. Today, she and her sister, whose kids also attended school unmasked, planning to register complaints through Governor Glenn Youngkin's new parent email portal. And They're being segregated. Um, they're in a room. They, they don't go outside for breaks. I can't even explain, like, when they, the story that they come home with. And it's only been two days. The governor's executive order giving parents the ability to opt out of mask requirements has led to the creation of the new email address, helpeducation at governor.virginia.gov. Youngkin explaining its purpose Monday during an interview with radio and TV host John Fredericks.
3: For parents to send us uh, any, any instances where they feel that their fundamental rights are being violated, where their children are not being respected, where there are inherently divisive practices in their schools.
2: The governor says the complaints will be cataloged and problems rooted out. So Glenn Youngkin's team, they wanna hear from parents and I will exercise my right as a parent to give him as much information that I can. But Loudoun's NAACP president questions why a new mechanism is needed when parents can already turn to the Attorney General's Civil Rights Division with their concerns. This tip line has to be for everybody, not just for his supporters, right? It's a point being made in a high-profile place. This tweet from singer John Legend urging black parents to flood the email address with complaints, quote, about our history being silenced. Michelle Thomas, who's fought for education equity for years, opened the idea. I believe that African-American parents who fought, especially in Loudoun County, who's fought this type of discrimination, that we should absolutely flood the email. Nowhere yet on exactly how the governor's office plans to follow up on the parent email.
0: Okay, here's the point of what you just heard. Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin set up a line for parents who have children in school Mm-hmm. if you don't want first of all he banned critical race theory from being taught in Virginia public schools but if you find out that some rebellious teacher is is going behind is is sneaking going going against the order and trying to teach some type of black history trying to teach some type of critical race theory right in time for black history month actually call email this email me and report it if they want your child to wear a mask in school Email me and report it. That's what this line is for. Here's what needs to happen. And John Legend was right. Black parents, if you have kids in the Virginia public school system, you need to email that line because this line is set up to report divisive teaching practices. So if they're teaching your kid about Christopher Columbus, Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, The Revolutionary War The American Indian War The War of 1812 The Civil War The American Revolution Any type of American history Those are divisive teaching practices You need to report this email Every day (laughs) Daily Because they're brainwashing your children that's really what they ain't telling them the truth They ain't teaching them that Christopher Columbus Was a mass murderer They're not teaching them that Thomas Jefferson Was an evil child molesting bastard They're not teaching them That George Washington had over 100 slaves They're not teaching them About all the mass murder And genocide And land theft And lying about it They're not teaching them that So those are divisive teaching practices so hey use that email let uh governor glenn Youngkin know how you feel about it and when it comes to the topic of critical race theory again these people aren't confused they don't say well you know i'm tan i'm not white i'm tan i'm a little you know i got a little color to me so they're talking about critical race theory well maybe they're talking about me because i'm tan i'm I'm not white i'm not a white person what's a white person i don't know what that is no 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 they know they know exactly what they're talking about that's why they don't want to be in talk let's talk about the religion a white supremacy.
1: The Christian nationalism would decline with Donald Trump out of power. They were mistaken. The movement of conservative evangelical churches that believes America must regain its Christian roots is stronger than ever. Yet more and more mainline Christian congregations are speaking out to say that Christian nationalism is wrong. NPR's John Burnett reports. <laughs> The Sunday service at the Patriot Church in the town of Lenore City, Tennessee, starts out like a lot of evangelical worship, hands aloft, Bibles in laps, full-throated singing. When Reverend Ken Peters picks up his wireless mic, the service takes a sharp turn to the right.
3: Don't let the mainstream media or or the, the, the left tell you that we were not a Christian nation. You know why there's churches everywhere and not mosques? Because we're a Christian nation.
1: The sermon, titled How Satan Destroys the World, zigzags between familiar grievances of conservative Christians, like abortion and trans rights. But what makes this church different is its embrace of the contemporary agenda of the far right, masks and vaccinations violate religious freedom. The participants in the January 6th riot were proud patriots. The Biden administration is evil and illegitimate.
3: You know he's not the most popular president in America. How many Biden parades did you see yet? He beat Trump with 70 million. Give me a break. We know something's up.
1: Christian nationalism is on the march, providing a godly underpinning for right-wing activism in venues like school board elections and anti-vaccine protests. The movement holds that America is Christian, that the government should keep it that way, and Donald Trump was and is their best hope to accomplish that. After the service, I sit down with Jim Willis, a 72-year-old retired Army colonel and software salesman who wears on his lapel an American flag inside of a Christian cross. This is a spiritual battle. It's good versus evil. Willis says he and his wife fled California for Tennessee because of heavy-handed COVID restrictions, and the Holy Spirit led them to the Patriot Church, which is not afraid to jump into the fight.
4: And unfortunately, evil's taken charge, and we know what their agenda is. Their agenda is to close down churches, to get rid of religion permanently in this country.
1: When I point out that President Biden is a lifelong Catholic who attends weekly mass,
0: he responds... No, he isn't. No, he isn't. In this Christian nationalism. That's another word for white supremacy. Let's not get it confused. The KKK was a religious or still is a, re- a Christian organization. That's what the KKK is. Now, that preacher said... The name of his sermon was How Satan Takes Over a Nation. He should know because he's Satan. As you heard one of his parishioners say, we are in a battle against good and evil. He was right about that. But here's what he didn't tell you. (laughs) That they're representing the evil. That is racism, white supremacy in a nutshell. Logic, facts, and common sense be damned. We're going to use coded language to push a white supremacist agenda and we are going to just wrap it up in Jesus so everybody's going to buy it so this ain't racism this is about Jesus this ain't about taking away voting rights this is about Jesus this ain't about keeping black people as a permanent underclass in America nah all these laws this is about Jesus gentrification school to prison pipeline targeting black people warehousing them in prison providing subpar medical services to black women police routinely killing black people on traffic stops that's about Jesus ain't about white supremacy it's about religion it's about a Christian nation it's about God no it's just about good old fashioned racism and they not confused that's why 99% 99% of the people that go to these right-wing Baptist churches are all white. And then the other 1% are coons. You know, they got to have their coons around. They got to have their Clarence Thomases. They got to have their Candace Owenses. They got to have, you know, their little black puppets to recite their racist talking points to make it seem like it ain't about racism. It's about Jesus. Nah, it's all about racism. Like I said, the KKK is a, real, is a Christian organization. organization. They hung black people from trees, cut their private parts off. They set black people on fire. They set black businesses on fire. They bombed that black church in Birmingham, which killed four little girls. It wasn't about Jesus when they was bombing black churches. It wasn't about Jesus when they was hanging black pastors wasn't about Jesus when they were sexually assaulting women and then setting their bodies on fire. But it's about Jesus now. Oh, and like he said, Donald Trump is our guy. They worship Donald Trump like he's a god. This ain't about Jesus. This is about the religion of white supremacy. And right now, Donald Trump is their god. So let's go down to the small town of Brookside, Alabama, about 40 miles north of Birmingham, I believe where the police department is under investigation for policing for profit. Less than 30 minutes north of Birmingham
3: sits the small town of Brookside, Alabama. It's a former mining town with no stoplights, no retail stores other than the Dollar General, and no major crimes. A stretch of Interstate 22 runs directly through Brookside, and the town has a lot of cops to police it. Brookside is only about three miles long and has just over 1,200 residents but the police here, they feel the need for at least three SWAT vehicles. Not only that, they also have a tank, which looks brand new. According to the local media outlet AL.com, between 2018 and 2020, under Brookside Police Chief Mike Jones, income from fees and forfeitures increased by 640%. The outlet says the money amounts to half of the town's total income, or roughly $1.2 million. That you feel like they tried to ruin your name? Yes, they did. They did. Pastor Vincent Witt says he is one of the countless victims of Brookside's alleged policing for profit. In 2019, he says he was unjustly pulled over for having temporary plates on his brand new car. He's filed a federal lawsuit against the town of Brookside for defamation of character and filing false charges. They're policing for revenue. They're pulling people over for bogus charges. 24-year-old college student Jory Jones said her interaction with the Brookside police felt like a shakedown. After being pulled over for driving without her lights just before dusk, Jones says her car was impounded and she was left stranded on the side of the road. Jones's attorney says she will also sue the police department.
0: Even though I was pulled over, I was following the laws of the road.
3: The Jefferson County Sheriff's Office says for years there's been a slew of complaints against the Brookside Police Department. This week... Police Chief Mike Jones suddenly resigned. Hey there, Uh, my name is Nick Valencia. We went to Brookside to try to talk to who's in charge now. So the, the town of Brookside does not have a current police chief? But we're told they didn't have a new chief. No comment. The Brookside police then gave us this statement. This will confirm that Mike Jones resigned as the police chief for the town of Brookside. Since this involves a personnel matter, the town has no further comment. Brookside's mayor was in the office, but he declined our request for an interview. Responding to the allegations of predatory policing, he handed us this statement, in part saying, To investigate and address the issues raised by recent news accounts of our police department, the town of Brookside requested the Alabama Peace Officers Standards and Training Commission perform a compliance audit of the Brookside Police Department and officers. The town continues to investigate these issues and will take any other appropriate action that may be determined necessary. Leah Nelson with the social justice nonprofit Alabama Appleseed says Alabama doesn't generate enough revenue from taxation. So public policy incentivizes cities and counties to get that revenue another way.
4: And the path of least resistance is very often ticketing people for low-level offenses.
3: Brookside residents wonder if these old tactics will
0: continue under a new chief. Here's what they're not telling you in that police report. The citizens that they're using these predatory policing tactics against all black people, The people you heard from the reverend. That was a black man, the college student, the young sister whose car was was taken from her and who was left on the side of the road stranded and had to pay money to get out the police impound. She was black. And people have been come. The black citizens of Brookside, Alabama, have been complaining about this police department for years. They know about it. Like they said in the report. This small little county doesn't generate enough revenue off taxation to pay these police officers. So what they did was they passed. They made the law such that they can make money off ticketing people. Right. They, they pull black people over on bogus charges, give them all types of tickets and fines. They impound their cars When when they impound your car. I guess what you got to do. You got to go down to the police impound, pay a few hundred dollars to get your car out forfeiture law I'm very familiar with forfeiture law here's what forfeiture law means they pulling black people over if you got more than forty dollars in your pocket they taken it and they say under su- the suspicion that this could be you know illegal drug money they take that money and then you got to get a lawyer and go to court to get that money back now most people not going to pay for a lawyer and go to and go to court over you know two three hundred dollars and they know that that's why they' taking it from you you heard in the report The revenue that this police department takes in has gone up over 600 percent. One point two million dollars that they've stolen from the black people that live in this county. Anytime they step foot in the car, they're getting pulled over for something, getting tons of tickets, tons of fines, getting whatever they got, you know, is being forfeited. They taking it. They impounding your car and then you got to go down and pay them to get it back. It's a racket. That's why they're being investigated, because everybody knows they've been doing it. They've been doing it for years. It's just they've been (laughs) victimizing the black people that live down there. So nobody ever gave a damn. It's like an open secret. And now that it's come out and made national news and the state is investigating it and the FBI is going to have to get involved, because anytime something like that, anytime predatorial police practices and discrimination Charges come against a police department. The FBI gets involved. The police chief, he just resigns. So he ain't going to deal with it. He's just like, Whoop, the jig is up. Let me get out of here. Let me let me take whatever money I stole from these niggers, and get the hell up out of here. That's what it's about. Oh, and I guarantee you, those police officers down in Alabama that's abusing these black people on a daily basis up and down this little stretch of highway. Um, they not confused about race. They disagree with Joe Rogan. They know what a black person is very well. And they know what a white person is. Because they pulling over and robbing all the black ones. No confusion there. We got to wake up, guys. I said it before. I'll say it again. I I talk about history. Sure. I know history. I know history very well. But it ain't about what happened 400 years ago. It's not about what happened during the 60s. It's not about what happened under Ronald Reagan. It's about what's going on right now. They are using predatorial police practices against you right now. They are brainwashing your kids in the school right now. They got racist white women to sit on these school boards that decides what history gets taught how it gets taught and what don't get taught. And they not teach just teaching it to their kids. They're teaching it to your kids, too. They're confusing your kids in that classroom right now. Joe Rogan is on the radio waves with a $100 million contract all over Spotify, Spotify spewing his nonsense right now. And for black people who are a little bit more confused, they're going to listen to that nonsense and believe it and be even more confused than ever because he's joe rogan he's a celebrity he's on spotify he he, he he's he got a hundred million dollars he has celebrities on the show all the time so you must know what he's talking about that's going on right now the religion of white supremacy is being practiced right now don't talk to me about let that history go don't talk to me about oh let's just move on don't talk to me about oh we gotta forget about it you gonna wake the hell up man This shit is going on right now, today, every day. If you're black in America, you're dealing with this. I feel so sorry. And I mean this sincerely. I feel bad for the black people that got to live in these middle of nowhere towns in middle of America, in Kentucky, in Alabama, in Arkansas, in Florida, in Texas, these middle of nowhere towns where you have to ignore the open racism from all these white people. You got to drive past these <laughs> Christian nationalism churches, these far right wing churches who can't stand black people. You got to drive past them. You got to go to the grocery store and ignore all these white people with the with the Trump hats on, with the MAGA t-shirts. You got to go to work and work with all these white supremacists and ignore all the white supremacist talking points and Ignore the Fox News that they blasting in the background. You just got to ignore it because you can't say anything because they control the town. They they control the economics. They run everything. They run the police department. They run the school system that your kids go to. They own the grocery stores you shop at. They own the job you work at. You really can't say you just got to ignore it and live with it. Ooh, ooh, I know it's tearing you up. I know it's bad. And I mean that sincerely. This has been another episode of the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast. Thanks for listening. Some of you worry about me. I think you ought to worry about yourself. I'm safe.
3: You think they're going to do something to me, but I'm telling you, I'm safe.